0: Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike in Bed. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Jasmine.
0: And I want to start this episode with a quote from Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) You're (laughs) flaring at me (laughs) because the episode has nothing to do with Jerry Seinfeld. But uh, Jerry Seinfeld talks about choosing the tortures in life that you're comfortable with and sometimes being a parent can feel like torture and I don't mean in the sense that your kids are misbehaving but when something happens that scares your child and you have to work through those moments and it's a serious situation um, that is I think a form of torture in some way And for further context, our oldest uh, had some trouble eating this week and was choking at one point. And so I stepped in to resolve the situation, and there was kind of a false alarm part two this evening. So love our kids to death, but they scare me to death sometimes as well.
1: Do you think you were more so scared because it was just the two of you both time?
0: I mean I would have been scared either way, but yeah, there's that added That you were alone that I was alone and I was the only one who could fix it and you know, attempt to make him feel better. So So yeah, that was, you know that resonated with me this week I guess. But Jerry Seinfeld is a comedian and not a musician or a songwriter. And our episode this week is about music. Why are you glaring at me? I don't know. I felt the need to recap that in some way.
1: <laughs> that's fine. I meant like you jumped right into the music. Other than that, how was your week besides that? oh, Was that yeah. like the top that's, of your
0: week? That's that's all my week. Oh, geez. That's all I can think about this week. I'm sorry.
1: That's unfortunate. I feel like you had a decent week I mean, until none of that, that happened. None of that
0: matters though. Yeah. Like in the context of, you know like your family comes first
1: he is fine
0: he's fine but Um, i'm not no no,
1: clearly no
0: but like everything else this week didn't really you know for me at least but how was your week
1: um (laughs) it was all right it was fine i think it was a typical week with the kids with a toddler who doesn't nap and an infant who chooses when she wants to nap as well. And, but I, I'm not going to complain too much because they both sleep 12 hours for the most part.
0: They do. At
1: night. So I know many people who can't say that. So I'm gonna just going to take my wins where I can and it just, be thankful they sleep at night.
0: It just bothers me how delirious and reckless our toddler gets. Um, when he doesn't sleep yeah and
1: that's the problem he doesn't nap he doesn't like to nap but he can't like hang no you know like you know like that one friend when you go out and that friend keeps getting drinks and you're just like what are you doing like Mm
2: -hmm. he's
1: like that (laughs) he's that friend who can't hang keeps doing things they shouldn't be doing and Mm -hmm. now you got to be the parent and get them where they need to be and safe and sound
0: yep (laughs) yeah Exactly. Which, like, we analogy. get it. We
1: we signed up to be the parent. like we are his parents, but like yeah. that's what I think of when I see him do things like that. I get like flashbacks to college and I <laughs> I'm mean, like, oh god. god, like not
0: even college can prepare you for you know, yeah, the scary moments of being a parent.
1: Yeah, yeah. But all that said, like I said, I do appreciate the ones we do have with them. So like them sleeping through the night, mm-hmm. they you know he listens most of the time. He's you know usually an angel when he's out and about like he's a good kid
0: yeah great kid he just
1: struggles with naps and then doesn't he's not able to function after yeah. the nap because he's just tired but won't sleep yeah 100 percent. but yeah so that's 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 why i was looking at you because i'm like well wait <laughs> like i know that recently happened and that's probably the only thing on your mind right now yeah um but we, we did have a full week of other things, too, so I didn't know if you were going to share anything else before jumping I mean, into the music. It but. was
0: it was a good week overall, like work, you know, life, etc. I mean, you know, I, I don't have any complaints about that. I just, you know, wish that the... The the little scary moments wouldn't show up quite as often.
1: Well, what I find interesting, and then, like, we'll cut to the chase. We'll also start talking about music. But, like, what I find interesting is, like, he acts like he doesn't remember it happened. Yeah. I'm just like, how do you not remember? Like, when I came downstairs, the child was, like... Inconsolable. Yeah. Like... (laughs) So I was like, how do you not remember it? Unless he, like, dug it deep somewhere, I'm sure some Freudian person would be able to explain. Yeah. (laughs) He just buried that down (laughs) and. (laughs) <laughs> but like you had to do that. I'm like maneuver. Yeah, like it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. So like I I'm just very it was very interesting today to see him kinda just
0: brush it off. At right? like it didn't
1: yeah. happen and then to do the same thing yep. almost again tonight during mm-hmm. dinner and you're just like, What is going on? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, but hopefully, you know, we, we talked about some solutions that hopefully will help. but most of it is like you said he just needs to nap and when he doesn't nap he has a very hard time the rest of the day like he struggles with eating he struggles with listening he struggles with pretty much everything after that and we have not been able to figure out the nap we we've changed the times we've darkened the room well usually his room is dark especially at night but like his room used to always be dark for every time he would sleep yeah and then we were just like well maybe he just needs some light and so we opened the curtain and that didn't really help much, but he's also scared of the dark, so we can't fully darken it's, the room for a nap either. It's a
0: mindset thing yeah. for him. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, we can do everything, and it's just the mentality of, if he doesn't want to I do would it. rather be playing than sleeping. Yeah,
1: that's what it's really ultimately about. If he can't play, he will rather just stare at the ceiling with all of his stuffed animals, Yep. and sometimes at the camera until he gets his way, so... Yep exactly gotta love it
0: yep but anyway on to <laughs> on to music um excited for for this episode uh i enjoy music listening and and making music so um i i know we're kind of starting off with like our current favorite song or songs so i'm um,
1: well, actually, maybe we should start off like I know we're definitely going to get to that, but I think maybe we should explain like what music means us first, because sure. I feel like you and I use music differently and see music a lot differently. Um, for me, like music is definitely just something I listen to during long drives <laughs> um, when I really need to relax or if I have cho- like if I need to clean the house or something like that or from cooking. That's when I tend to like, you know, take a minute to listen to music um when I was younger when I would study and stuff I would turn it on but other than that like music kind of just I listen to it like when I need something to kind of help me get through something it's not really something that like I'm I'm not an avid music person you know I couldn't drop facts yeah <laughs> and you know and stats about artists like I could not do that And I honestly like I don't I don't play any instruments I probably could if I really wanted to but I don't it's like music is just kind of something for me that I use I guess in a pastime to just kind of be I guess but I feel like for you it's a lot deeper
0: than that yeah I mean I, I definitely try to be a scholar of the arts as a whole you know with my background in film but music is a great way for me to scratch an artistic itch without necessarily having to have a ton of money and a huge team of people with me um, so you know for me if i'm not working on something artistic um it do- i don't really feel like fully myself yeah um the first kind of art form that i gravitated toward was poetry in high school and when i found that people receive my poetry well i was like okay well you know It'd be nice to do this in a musical form, but I went to a very small high school um, where not a lot of folks considered any part of the arts, but the one art that in my class was pretty dominant was music, Um, but it was a very sort of like, you know, hard rock or rock or country purist vibe, so me being into, you know, other genres, it didn't really, I was like, oh, well, I guess I just don't fit into like the music making, um, sort of arena that my high school was. Cause when we would have our talent shows, I would say 90% of the acts were people singing and, you know, performing music. Um, so, I didn't even begin to start making music until I was, until we were married, really. I think I was 27, 28, when I started writing songs and playing around in um, Garage Band, and I was just like, you know, this is fun. I, I don't really care if it's good or not, but it's fun, and I've kind of stuck with it. Um,
1: I think it's also helpful. I feel like gradually became more interested in making music yeah it was gradual. um well no because i remember at the the one apartment we before we even got married when we first moved together mm-hmm. like you would stay up learning how to like get your fingering right for like the guitar and stuff oh yeah, and yeah. i got to be there for your your beginning yeah <laughs> era of playing the guitar versus now it's way different yeah but i remember too like you know you would stay up to like work on chords and all of that and that has greatly you know improved
0: i hope so <laughs> <laughs> um, but i don't consider myself a performer in any sense i like making songs writing songs yeah. producing music Performing's not really i mean i've done it before and i'm decent at it but it's not something i enjoy as much as just creating something, it's just the process that I enjoy, um, and as far as listening to music goes, I mean, I grew up in a family that really didn't value music all that much, um, you know, it, it just wasn't listened to around the house very often, uh, but I always liked it, and so, you know, it's, that's always been kind of important to me.
1: Yeah. I just thought that would be helpful to talk about first. But yeah, yeah, no, that's a good,
0: <laughs> a good context for everything. Um, so, what is your favorite song at the moment, or songs, plural?
1: Um. Well, right now at the moment, I only have one, I guess, favorite song that I've been listening to. It's called All My Girls Like the Fight, <laughs> Um. by, I think her name's Hope Tala. Okay. Um. I recently heard it, and by recently, my timing is not that crazy. It wasn't like it was yesterday. It was, like, probably the start of winter last year. But I was like, I like this. This It's a good vibe. I can listen to this and do, again, I listen to music when I'm doing things. So, like, Mm -hmm. I look for for music that I can listen to and, like, either work out or clean. And it's one of those songs where I'm just like, okay, yeah, I I can get with this this is good and I do like the song so that's my favorite song at the moment because when it comes on I will listen to it I'm I (laughs) feel like I'm notorious for skipping songs if I'm not in the mood
0: well here's a key (laughs) differentiator between the two of us as well I am very capable of listening to the same song a thousand times in a row and finding new things every listen about it that I like or dislike
1: so I'm down with finding new songs to listen to but like you find a new song and you're just like, oh, this is good, yeah. and then you you play it over,
0: over and over, over yep. I love <laughs> it. and
1: over again. And in my head, I'm like, oh,
0: yeah, you hate it, but like I can, like I can get something out of it. It's why I don't mind, you know, watching movies over and over the same episodes of shows that I've seen a thousand times. You know, there's always some new angle I can look at it. You know, new lens, new ear um for it so yeah yeah. just a key you know thing to mention I feel
1: and then like again that relates to your whole like what music means to you like it's just a whole process it's like a whole other thing for you versus like for me like I don't see the value in listening to a song on repeat but I also don't see music the way you do like again I use it kind of just to get through boring things and (laughs) stuff so yeah
0: uh, so for me, I have two songs currently okay. um, that I've really been into lately. Now, the first one, you know, I'll preface by saying I'm one of those people when an artist dies, I tend to, you know, revisit their work. Like, I like doing that. So coolio died back in september oh
1: that's so that is correct coolio did die
0: and that was like losing a part of my childhood in a way and my favorite coolio song was always fantastic voyage i think it's a fantastic sample i think it's a funky arrangement um and really it's a, a story in a song like it's it's a very you see
1: the difference i'm like i like all my girls (laughs) like to fight why because it's a good vibe. you like let's break down this song
0: well (laughs) but it is you know like it's yeah it's a funky song that you can groove to but it's also like a very you know it's a hopeful song it's like a dream wrapped up in a song and for that to be danceable and people can vibe with it like that's to me that's pretty cool that a song can do all of that in like four or five minutes so that's the first one the second one uh is my favorite de la soul song called i know from their debut album three feet high and rising because it had been unavailable on streaming platforms Yeah, i thought
1: it wasn't on
0: until now it is now on spotify it's on the streaming platforms really? they must have negotiated with fascinating the acts they sampled from um you must have been very excited extremely yeah it's the full album (laughs) uh i've heard
1: this story so many times that's why i'm like oh
0: by the time (laughs) by the time this episode is broadcast is aired whatever you want to call it it should be f- either fully out or there's like a, a week left somewhere. I don't remember the exact date.
1: Oh, they drop me like songs every... Yeah,
0: so they have oh. two, the two main singles. It's, I think it's the Magic Numbers, the other one, but I Know is by far my favorite De La Soul song. And it's just, you know, it's one of the most upbeat songs that I like. It's just, I mean, it samples Otis Redding. Um, and he's credited uh, in the song now when I don't believe that he was before um, but yeah the fact that it's now available um, on streaming platforms I feel like that will put it in front of people who otherwise wouldn't have heard it oh, yeah. because that album is an amazing album and we're going to talk about our favorite albums soon as well it doesn't make my list necessarily it doesn't it's not my favorite album but it's it's up there it's a it's a good album from start to finish um and yeah i, I could go on and on but it's just the song itself speaks for itself it's just a great song
1: yeah. again the the contrast <laughs> between <laughs>
0: But that's okay. I mean, it's I just feel like that's
1: one of the reasons why this is a podcast episode because you just want to geek out and nerd out
0: over music. Well, I do. <laughs>
1: and I'm over here like, so did you hear that news? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, you know, like you said, it, we cons- consume music differently. We do. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, you know, if if you can vibe with something or groove to it, I think that to you is just as much value as. You know, me taking a microscope to it and picking it apart for weeks on end. Yes, you know,
1: I agree. Um,
0: If you like it, you like it.
1: Oh yeah! And when I was younger too, I felt like music also was like you listened to it based on what was going on in your life. Mm. I feel like a lot of people still do that, but like I'm married and got kids now, and yeah, (laughs) I don't do that really anymore. But like, yeah, before
0: all of that. Oh yeah, is the soundtrack to your life to yeah to quote Kid Cudi
1: exactly.
0: Um, but how did your music tastes evolve though? Like how did um, they change? Like I if mean, you were growing a, if...
1: up in a household where like just even the two artists you mentioned for your favorite songs, or at least your current favorite songs. Mm-hmm. I won't say your favorite songs because I don't think that would still be the same, but. Um, when that's when you grow up hearing like that's you know that's what you you know and so I just remember growing up hearing that knowing that that was like good music at least defined by like the community I was in mm-hmm. um and not that there is such a thing as good music which probably is debatable that probably would probably start a war <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but like you know I feel like different Groups of people consider different types of music to be something you know rather it's good to them or it's something that they don't feel is as I don't I don't want to be like insulting another music but just like isn't as worth someone's time yeah um so yeah like Julio de la Soul um there's a whole bunch of others I just remember growing up there's a lot of R and B a lot of hip hop mm-hmm. um which I do still listen to today not as much from when I was younger because again I didn't like we. I didn't control what was playing like that was what I just heard um but as I got older <laughs> um, I realized I was like oh there's other genres yeah like let me see what's going on here <laughs> um so by the time I was a teenager I was very much into punk rock alternative rock um indie like Mm -hmm. that and that's still kind of i feel like that's where i've settled (laughs) yeah like that's like my feel good is actually those i don't i guess you can kind of just group them if you wanted to in one genre some people might get mad about that but like (laughs) that's kind of like where my happy place is but r&b still is very important to me um hip-hop is still very important to me i do have a thing between like Rather, it's full-blown rap because that's just, there's some rap music I just don't like and can't change my mind. It just is what it is. Um, but I think for the most part, I prefer listening to alternative music, which I think would shock some people who know me because they probably just never knew that. Um, but of course, a pop, R&B, hip-hop, I do also still like those, but I, I think... My teenage years, being able to explore that type of music after gaining control of what I listened to, um, and I think that is more so to things like an iPod mm-hmm. that allowed me to kind of like control what you know I get to hear versus like you know my mom having control over the what is it used to be on TV. There used to be like a whole bunch of music channels. Vivo. And
0: Was it Vivo?
1: I don't think it was called it was Vivo. Vivo back then, no. <laughs> but it's the, Vivo now. It primitive Vivo. <laughs> Prehistoric Vivo. <laughs> but like all of those music channels and just like like those, um, we still have them today. I guess like music Pandora Choice. and. So- Oh, yeah, it was called Music that's, Choice, that's what, yeah. yeah and of course, like is. MTV and stuff, like it's a lot different when like someone else controls what you listen to versus when they're just like, oh, here's this, go have some fun and download you some music. And exactly. Yeah. yeah, like it changed everything for me because I was like, I like this music. How come we never listen to this? And, yeah. Um, so that's how I guess how it kind of evolved. involved in the sense that I just kind of widened what I was willing to listen to There was still some music I will just not, like, I can't, I've tried, I can't. Yeah. I mean, that's fair.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I feel like our musical journeys might have ended at different destinations, but the method and the process that got us there was pretty similar. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a lot of music played around the house growing up. What was, was occasionally 80s music. And a very small subset at that because my mom that's like her that was her thing you know she went to college in the 80s so those songs held special significance for you know blondie uh huey lewis and the news um you know some of those uh sort of soft rock pop rock um performers were really really her her wheelhouse um But, you know, the one time we would listen to music more frequently was when we would take road trips. And my mom was always mindful of, like, if the music was G-rated, you know, it had to be G-rated. So we, at some point, my dad got a disco cassette and it was like disco's greatest hits or something like that and i loved the hell out of that and to this day i you know disco is one of my favorite you have to say how old you were though yeah i was 5 <laughs> i was 5 and my favorite song was he's the greatest dancer by sister sledge as a 5 year old <laughs> the the arrangements on that song just blew my mind
1: as and a five-year, I like, mean, as
0: I wasn't thinking, oh, these are as a five-year-old, I was going, I, I love like, you. you <laughs> love <me." I'm> like, <laughs> I was like, dun, da, da, dun, da, da. and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, it was it, like it gave me energy that song, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And so, disco has always kind of been, you know, hovering there, and that's why, you know, as many people who have tried to kill it or its vibes in the past i'm not surprised that you know a ton of different genres are incorporating it now because yeah. there's a lot to it uh, so i that was my starting point and then of course going to the high school i went to it was all rock everyone just listened to rock <laughs> whether it was classic rock you know whether it was the doobie brothers uh the allman brothers you know leonard skinnard um that was what people listened to. So naturally I picked some of that up in the process and picked up folk along the way. Um, and then when I got to, you know, a little bit later in my teen years, that's when I started getting into hip hop and R&B. And I was like one of two people in my high school listening to, to that pretty much consistently because it was so rock heavy. And you would get, like, openly judged if you did not listen to, like, or respect, like, Led Zeppelin, for example. You'd see, like, five of those shirts a day in the hallway.
1: Did you see Nirvana shirts?
0: I saw a few, yeah. Okay. There were mm-hmm. some Nirvana shirts. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was a very, you know, subset, like, just... You got some Tupac shirts? There were, no, none. Disrespectful. Whole school should just... That's the thing. And... People were aggressive when it came to music. Like, there were some big personalities uh, who were just very purist in their musical views. Um, So, yeah. But then, you know, when I got to college, I was like, "Mm, whatever. I'm just gonna, you know. And I kept listening to pretty much every genre. So, yeah.
1: I will say, being with you has allowed me to be more willing to listen to different songs and different genres. Because... Like, I always knew who, like, I always knew of Bob Dylan, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't, it's kind of odd. Like, you you know who he is. It's just, like, I never willingly listened to a song of Bob Dylan's. I just knew he was, like, this great musician. I was like, that's all I need to know. I was like, okay, good, 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 good. I don't feel like listening his voice makes me like shiver and turn not in a good way (laughs) and i can't i can't stay on his singing voice i was like whatever okay great um but i've gotten used to it and there are some songs that when you play them i actually don't mind them being on despite my (laughs) dislike of his singing voice
0: well here's (laughs) the amazing thing about bob dylan though is that bob dylan has about 500 singing voices but that, that's the problem. Uh, every album like... sounds entirely <laughs> different.
1: I can appreciate his songs. Like, he's a good writer. Like, those songs are great. I I can't. I can't.
0: I can't. can't do any of his 500 voices? No.
1: <laughs> and that harmonica, he can shove it. Like, I... <laughs>
0: he just plays it. He plays the shit out of it.
1: When you're prone to migraines, you are be listening to a song and all of a sudden... <laughs> 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 that is not that's not what I want to hear. But when you're but playing a
0: protest song, I totally know, get it. Like
1: gotta... I get I get Bob Dylan's thing. Like I get I get the appreciation for his music. I one hundred percent get it. It's just sometimes hard for me to listen to people who don't so, necessarily have the So I'm assuming voice. this
0: is this is your segue to our favorite artists.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. You can go first since I brought up Bob Dylan.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, for me, Bob Dylan is number one. Um, You know, my dad who passed away was a fan of Bob Dylan. And I hated Bob Dylan at first. I think I've told you this. I had the Forrest Gump soundtrack uh, on CD. And my first foray into Bob Dylan was Rainy Day Women, uh, number 12 and 35, which is the Everybody Must Get Stone song and that's literally the whole song Like he says that like 15 times and so i was like that's that's bob dylan like that's i mean this is this is it like and then uh fortunately i i had a copy of highway 61 revisited and listened to the album and it just blew the roof off of my head and um yeah so bob dylan is by far my favorite artist. Um, I respect him as a musician, and even as a singer with all the different voices. Um, But as a lyricist and a songwriter and an artist, he's always had the courage to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And I honestly, to me, he's so far above... Just about any other lyricist ever, in in my view,
1: you know. Why are you looking at me like I'm about to attack you? Like yeah, I don't I'm the, I am not the right person for that. I, like I just, you, you know, have a story to everything, so, and I'm just so like I like this song. I like this person. Next, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm well, the wrong person up here to argue with you or debate
0: so, about. So that's the obvious one <laughs> for me. Like you know, I love Bob Dylan, but you know, for the other two of our top three artists for me one is nile rogers and nile rogers basically was behind most of the disco that i like the guitar sounds the production the arrangements had a hand in that but was able to also pivot and influence other genres and decades even today um and not kind of get pigeonholed you know, he worked on Let's Dance with David Bowie. So that's pretty cool. Worked with Avicii for crying out loud. Um, so yeah, Niall Rogers, number two. I have a tie for number three. Okay. And it's really hard <laughs> because I'm choosing these artists based on like the maximum impact they've had on the type of music I listen to. Like, Bob Dylan, to me, is, like, the best of folk and the best of rock. Um, so, yeah. And Niall Rogers is, like, the best of the disco music I like. He was behind a lot of that. So, long before Drake was rapping and singing... Lauren Hill was doing it a lot better. So mm-hmm. I feel like her influence, because I discovered her kind of earlier on as well when I got my iPod for the first time. I was kind of blown away because I was like, whoa, you can actually do both? I was like, you can sing and you can rap and within the same song even. Um, so I would have her there for sure. But I've also got to put Brian Wilson in there because he was basically the mastermind of the Beach Boys. And the reason I have to put him there is because I identify a lot with him because he's someone who had to grapple with mental illness throughout his life and career. And I feel like, you know, a connection to that in some way. So that's my tie for number three.
1: On a less serious note, I have my top artist for, at the current moment, I, like I said, I'm not a big music person in terms of, like, actually having, like, favorite artists. Like, I don't have a top three, but I have a top three in terms of who I've been listening to recently. Well, there you go. So that's That's, what I will share. I don't have stories behind any of them because... I just like telling stories. I just (laughs) don't. Um, So my top genres in general, I think, would probably be... Again, like alternative rock, indie, punk. Like, that would all be one. Mm-hmm. Um, pop, R&B, I would actually group just because there's so much crossover there.
0: Oh, yeah, especially now. Um, yeah.
1: And then hip-hop, but a different kind of hip-hop. <laughs> I don't like all those those. But um, those are probably the top three genres that I listen to. Apparently also according to, to Spotify every year. <laughs> so um, I kind of just have artists... Like my top three based on what i've been recently listening to uh with my number one being the one and only beyonce very
0: good choice
1: um yeah. been listening to her a lot lately kind of just like going down memory lane listening to some destiny's child like it's been a good experience kind of going back and listening to beyonce um and so i've been very pleased i realize she's very consistent she's never let me down like i've been Consistently pleased with her music. I don't think there's been a time where I've been like, nah, sis. <laughs> like, and so that she would be my number one for that reason. I feel like I can depend on her to give me something that I will appreciate. Yeah. The Grammys might not think yeah, that. She, she should um. have two best, <laughs> at least two best albums. Let's not go into that conversation, yeah. you know. If only. Um. So I have Beyonce there. Um. I don't have like a an also or a runner up for that really because I just feel like she just kind of tops my R&B pop like she's just my my go-to person there but number two in terms of like alternative type music I have like Jack White slash The White Stripes I tend to go back (laughs) I do listen to some new stuff but like the older stuff I just feel like a deeper connection to there are a lot of new artists out here I do want to eventually listen to that just takes time I don't have a lot of it so I I like to listen to the stuff that I know I can rely on I feel like music is very oversaturated and I just don't have the time to keep up with with every new artist um but definitely that kind of Jack White White Stripes um would be my number two however I would give a quick honorable mention to the Black Keys there too because I do really like the Black Keys but nice I have a I feel like a longer time listening to Jaguar and White Stripes than I do the Black Keys. Um, My third being Kendrick Lamar for um, hip hop. Nice. I appreciate his music a ton. And I feel. Like, some of it makes me, like, you know, a little angry sometimes because, like, I listen to it and I'm just like, yeah, that's how I feel, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's also just really good. Like, I can do things while listening to it. I can work out. And I can also just kind of sit and listen to it and have a, a whole experience. Like, I feel like his, his albums tend to be experiences, kind of like Beyonce in a sense, too. Like, I feel like I'm experiencing something, which I appreciate since... You know i don't get too deep into music so when something can kind of just be given to me to enjoy i do like that um i also have been listening to they don't make the top three but they're within hip-hop is kid cudi and tyler the creator
0: nice so yeah.
1: those are my i do have some honorable missions though honorable missions go out to um adele
0: mm-hmm.
1: homegirl rihanna
0: mm-hmm.
1: some arctic monkeys paramour fallout boy and SZA. so wow
0: great honorable mentions great choices in yeah. general um do you have a favorite kendrick album because they're very uh, they're, me, very, they're very, different. Different. <laughs> yeah. very
1: different i i feel like i like them all for different reasons so i That's can't fair. like i feel like you could just tell me right now like you're like yes i do let me actually i got a story to go along with it um uh, <laughs> yeah where it's like... i mean it's
0: not really a story i just i just always dug good kid mad city yeah i felt like he was, yeah Um, that was like before everybody was on to him and then he came out with that and I was like whoa you know yeah but yeah great let's see you had I mean I may have stories but you have like some I just appreciate
1: artists who are consistent
0: yeah it's hard
1: It's it's very hard to be consistent and if you can find the artists who are like those are the ones I tend to keep and follow throughout like their careers just because like I know they won't disappoint me Mm -hmm. like either I mean they'll either change it up and it'll be a whole different experience but I won't be disappointed like it'll be like oh this is new and different
0: yeah like you know case in point Tyler the Creator yeah exactly someone who (laughs) just completely switches things up and yeah Yeah. I I respect that that's again that's one of my big things about Bob Dylan completely reinvents the wheel every time and is consistent. So yeah, totally agree with all that.
1: And I don't know if you have any newer people you want to shout out for me. It would definitely uh, be Hope Tala and Remy Wolf. I've been enjoying Remy. Remy's
0: good. Remy's very um, good. Um, You know, I don't know how new you consider Gus Stapperton, but... I think that counts because I
1: feel like he came out right before. COVID. Yeah, so. Gus, <laughs> Gus deserves
0: a shout out because the things that Gus is doing
1: in school i phenomenal yeah very
0: original um it's and an quality interesting music dude.
1: yeah um who's the is it benay or benny oh i feel like they yeah, have a benny. song mm-hmm. yeah she's pretty cool too like she she Super has some lonely. yeah um and is it is it khalid is that how you say his name
0: yeah khalid mm-hmm.
1: i feel like he's not new but if you haven't had the chance to discover his music you should I and feel like I will, he's one of those people like you need to listen to his yeah. his music. Like I think he's really good and
0: I will take yeah. it a step beyond that even like I think I've told you the song that made me realize I could make music was talk. Mm-hmm. The first time I listened to it because it was a fade in an audio fade in, I was like, "Oh, that's like a movie." That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um and disclosure Produce that song uh, there's a great youtube video on how they did it if anyone really wants to nerd out like i do but, so but I yeah so favorite album or albums
1: i can go first just because i'm i'm quick and to the point <laughs> <laughs> um so kind of like my top artist i will be honest i have not listened to many like full albums
0: Um, recently
1: and so I would honestly only you're you're getting my my top album or albums right now in terms of what I've recently listened to Okay, Um, one would be um, Renaissance by Fiance Mm -hmm. Um, and I just want to preface this by saying I've only listened to two albums fully like all the way through in the past like year (laughs) and six months probably so it's literally these are the two that you're about to find out well, the first one being Beyonce's Renaissance, because like, how could I not? Like, come on now. And it was great. An amazing experience. I didn't even know when songs changed to new songs. I was listening and like, oh, are we almost done? Was that one whole song? We, what, what? What's going on? This was great. Like, I didn't know how long it had been going on for, but it was a great experience. <laughs> um, and then my second album that I really liked, it was very interesting um, experiences. I don't think they're new. But i think they've recently like made mainstream but i listened to the dreamland album by glass animals
2: mm-hmm. and
1: i was i was i was like oh i was impressed i was like okay it wasn't bad i'm like this is this is cool i can do this um so those are my top two because i've only really fully listened to two in the past six months um but i did like them both very much of course of beyonce's being very very good um and i was just pleasantly surprised by the glass animals album i wasn't expecting to really care for it too much not in like a bad way i just you know you never know and end up being fairly decent
0: nice yeah people will probably hear the three that i have you know listed and be like oh josh is a music critic And it's like... And they already think that. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) It's like Jasmine kind of knows. Um, No, she doesn't. Josh, though. (laughs) But it's very difficult. And I don't listen to many albums all the way through either because it's a frustrating experience because there aren't that many albums that are cohesive and that have interesting songs. Yeah. And the three albums that I chose from start to finish are just interesting all the way through. And it's, it's... They have that, but they also have singles and moments that stand out. And so for me, obviously, number one is Highway 61 Revisited because I've played it in order, out of order, um, just tons of times. All the road trips. All the road trips, um, any chance I get. And I can always get something new out of it. Um, The songs all make sense together, but could exist on their own as well. And there are just some unforgettable songs like, like Rolling Stone and Desolation Row that are just, yeah, insane. I mean, who can sustain a song for 11 and a half minutes plus? And Bob Dylan. He mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: sure can. So You told me it was 11 minutes, so it's like, well.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's not even his longest song. It's not even his second longest Stop. song. <laughs> uh, the second one would be Nas's Elmatic. Um NAS isn't necessarily one of my favorite artists or hip-hop artists, but that album is so good. Um, it's It's almost like you're transported into NAS's world and it's beautiful and it's poetic and it it's complex, but the choruses are so simple. like represent, represent one love, you know, life's a bitch. Like it's just so simple in the chorus but everything around it is just all of these concrete images and nas did it when he was 20 so that one's always been up there for me because i can listen to that without getting bored or skipping a song and then the third one would be the miseducation of lauren hill because lauren hill's one of my favorite artists and that's really kind of the the high water mark i would i would say um and it also has our, our song on it. So, you know, there's that too. It
1: sure does. So. Yeah, I think know. those were all good. I do, I do like that you actually made a list kind of based on like your actual top albums. Um, so I do appreciate that. I could not have made that list based on that if I wanted to.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just, <laughs> there's always something that takes me out of an album like most albums let's be real they're made with filler tracks and a couple of singles
1: when i think that's why i rarely listen yeah. to full albums like when we said we were going to do this i was just like you want me to come up with a top I was like D- no do you know mm-hmm. the last time i've listened to a full beyonce's rant i was like yeah yeah that was it and hey, then that's somehow glass animal succeeded in getting my attention there but other go. than that like i don't think probably before renaissance i might have listened and this will take you way back, but I think I listened to all of Adele's 21 album. Oh, wow. And I don't have a memory in between those time periods of listening to another album all the way through. And that's nothing to do like with any artist. It's just sometimes like I'll get three songs in and I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) But you're right. It's really oversaturated now because, you know, there are people like me out there making music like I do and putting it on you know spotify or other streaming platforms it's not it's not like it was in the 90s or the, even the 2000s when you had to have connections and equipment yeah you know? exactly. it's, it's a very low barrier to entry yeah uh, it's hard to keep up but you know you're right beyonce is always consistent and should have won album of the year for renaissance just you know yeah. i'll say it if you won't um but
1: yeah no i agree that was very infuriating because uh, I assumed yeah. she was going to win. So I'm like, I'm going to sleep. It's yeah, fine. No. And then wake up, Harry Styles. I'm like,
0: what mm-hmm. the? F-? <laughs> so. Yes, indeed. Well, speaking <laughs> of hell. <laughs> That's so mean. I did not say that.
1: I just want to <laughs> only Harry Styles fans coming uh, after me. So
0: <laughs> We also have challenged each other to choose a song that we would just, if it played on repeat we would basically believe that we were in hell yes. and that it was like, it'd be the worst possible song, um, to hear over and over and over again. Yes. So that is my stomach. <laughs> <Angrily> <laughs> it's not happy with what I'm about to say. Apparently. I can think of a number of different songs, uh, <laughs> that, that we could talk about on my end. <laughs> I'm trying to mentally ex- exclude all of the, um, all, of the all of the children's theme songs, like Bob the Builder and Fixin' It and Dora the Explorer. Um, I think one song, and this will probably piss a lot of people off too, that uh, I would not want to hear over and over and over again is Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. I just, you know, nope. That would piss people off? Once is more than enough. Well, some people are really into Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Like, really (laughs) into Jimmy Buffett. But, yeah. I mean, uh, he's worth, like, half a billion dollars at least. So, a lot of people are into Jimmy Buffett. But, yeah. That that would be the one that kind of sticks out to me. I mean, you could say Mbop by Hanson, sure. Like, all the kids' songs, 12 Days of Christmas.
1: So that's really um, the song that would, like, drive Hill. you insane.
0: Well, here's what it would do. It would be like Chinese water torture. At first, I'd be like, oh, okay, I don't love this song, but I guess it's playing. But by the 10th play, I'd be like, okay, this is a little uncomfortable. By the 100th play, I'd be like... I am in hell <laughs> this is really bad <laughs> I don't like this place anymore and by the thousandth time I would be clawing my eyes out so yeah I'm trying to rip my ears off
1: okay um, my turn yes Um, similar to you there's tons of just kids songs where I would rather someone just put me out of my misery yeah. than have to sit
0: and listen to it on all repeat all bushes with monkeys and weasels <laughs> <laughs> what It's the monkey chase the weasel song the mulberry bush. Like, I don't want to, I don't know what that's about. I don't want to know what that's about. Why am I singing it (laughs) ten times?
1: Um, there's a whole, like, just, I'm going to just say a name of a children's music group. And if you don't know, bless you. Don't look it up. Save yourself. Don't do it. And if you do know, you know. And you get this, but if I ever have to listen to D-Billions on repeat, no, that would be pure hell for me. It's pure hell right now. It's good.
0: It's not hell. There's like the shakalaka
1: song or whatever it is that I just want to like, I'm like, why, why, why? It's not words. (laughs) It's just not words.
0: Like 90% of it is guttural sounds. If
1: I ever... (laughs) like just no. So like I said, if you don't know who they are, if you think cocoa is bad, oh my god. You haven't even cocoa melon. <laughs> Luckily our kids don't like cocoa melon, so we no, don't have to deal like with D-Ballion. it. In a they like d Villains, which is like, way to me way worse. I would rather <laughs> Listen to Coco Melon and watch Coco Melon. Then we have to watch D Billions. And if for some reason, some odd reason D Billions hears this, you know, do you continue?
0: You're making a lot of <laughs> You are kids making kids excited, happy you know?
1: and you know, do what you do, do know that you're driving me insane, but you are making the kids happy, so it's all good. Um, but in terms of an actual song outside of that party in the USA, <laughs> if I ever have to hear that on repeat i would oh die. man i'm sorry See, i can sing
0: every word of that no song, i cannot say
1: i don't mind miley cyrus i feel like you know she is she is gonna do what she does it's fine i i'm actually okay more so with her newer like very newer things than her weird in between periods and trying to find herself periods with the yeah you know but honestly
0: if party it, in the
1: usa drives me insane I and don't. We played at our wedding for you and your friend, basically, and I was just like, "Is it over?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't dance together, he and I, but we looked at each other and nodded. I'm pretty sure because we knew good memories. No. No, I will say if it weren't for Wiz Khalifa charlie pooth's see you again song i hate that song and i know
1: i know it has a deeper i i know him, don't I mean, i'm not does. a mean yeah. person no, i totally get what it's charlie. about
0: you made a career out of it you know
1: well, and you know and it's, it was deep
0: for him it yeah. was
1: deep for i think the whole cast in that movie like yeah. i totally get the purpose but
0: but those, the, his voice and the chords, I just can't. He
1: has another song I can't stand with like Selena Gomez or something. Oh, oh we, the, don't we don't anymore. talk anymore. Oh my! Like every we time it do. comes on, my skin crawls. I just, yeah. I can't. I'm like, and I know people love that song. It's like, hey, it was fine when I heard it once, but that I need to I hear it 18 mind. more times. I don't
0: mind that one as much. No. But yeah. No. I have
1: a love-hate relationship with Charlie Puth. I just.
0: He has his good moments.
1: I can usually listen to his songs once and like them and then as soon as I hear him again I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> please stop. Yeah. It's fine. I don't need to hear it again." Um, but he does. He does have his moments. But yeah, I agree that song is i I understand the meaning behind it and it's super sweet and I think that's great. I don't want to hear actual, it on repeat.
0: Yeah. The mechanics of the song. Yeah,
1: you do not want to hear it on repeat.
0: Thank God he got Wiz Khalifa on that because That is true.
1: I do like Wiz Khalifa. Wiz he seems like a funny part. dude. Yeah,
0: I would hang out with Wiz Khalifa.
1: Yes. Yep. And saying that though. That black and yellow
0: song. All... <laughs> yeah, black and yellow. Well, you know. <laughs> I love Just kidding his, Pittsburgh. Love you. I loved his early <laughs> stuff though. The dealer no deal. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> quote of the week
1: oh wait the one thing we need to do before that we both need to listen to each other's favorite song i think you had two did you have two or one two so i need to listen to your two and you gotta listen to my my favorite song
0: yeah i mean you've heard fantastic voyage yeah uh, yeah i have and i think you've heard i know yeah i have you know (laughs) but i I don't mind listening to them again yeah
1: (laughs) But I feel like we should end on that. But yeah, go back. We got a quote
0: from our toddler. It's not even a quote. It's, uh, you know, he's been, um, like, making a lisp sound.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: using it to his advantage because it's effing adorable. (laughs) And so we'll be like, hey, buddy, say Parasorelophus. And he'll be like, (laughs) Parasorelophus. Bananas.
1: (laughs) Bananas. And like, I just noticed he's been doing that because before he wouldn't do that. So I'm a little confused. I don't know if he's actually developing a list or, like you said, he knows that it's cute. Like he knows, he knows that it's, it's gotten cute. my attention. Gotten and I attention think it's, cause it's cute. Because you go like, oh. Because he, like, he does a little thing with his little. He's like, yeah, is his his little this, tongue. Is this. And I'm just like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help that he's just adorable in general. But like when he does that, like, I'm just like, oh, how cute he is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he is adorable and just scares the hell out of me, so...
1: But on that note, enjoy music. Listen to it because you want to. You don't have to listen to it so deeply like this one over here.
0: Unless you want to, (laughs) in which case...
1: (laughs) You definitely (laughs) should. If music is, like, a really deep part of you, I think that's great, like, with you and others who can really sit down and dissect music. I mean,
0: wait till we get to movies, like...
1: Oh, the arts <laughs> in general.
0: I just you know.
1: No, and I I think that's great, and and then you have me for a good contrast. Like yeah. I need to bring the balance of yeah, it's a good soundtrack. Sure. Yep.
0: <laughs> so. On that note, follow us on the gram at <laughs> mikedinbed We're on LinkedIn as well. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a fantastic week. I'm
1: say voyage.
0: Slide slide slippy slide. <laughs>